2: it's five o'clock five o'clock
1: one step closer to my own personal health this is primetime on sports radio 1080 the fan we expect the best we're not afraid to break someone do you hear me primetime is your source for the best in local regional and national sports go ahead and clap Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning.
3: Jason Sakanit. I'm a dude. Laying a dude. Disguised as another dude. Prime time on 1080.
0: The Fan.
4: All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Wednesday. It's Rop and Souk. I'm Rob. That's Souk. Had to think about that one, That's didn't why I? they call us that. Those are our names. Yes. Well, my name is Jason, but, you know. <clears throat> Ryan Buckley is over there. We call him Buck. He's great. Coming up tonight in the club... Uh, It appears that COVID started
5: in a lab. Or did it? (laughs) So basically we know uh, nothing. Well, that's not true. I kind of feel it's true. Uh, We also have foods gaining and losing healthy status. You might be surprised. (laughs) Basically anything that we thought was healthy over the last 20 years is not. Like if you ever go back and look at the food pyramid and what we were brought up with. (laughs) It was just like the most ass-backwards thing in the world, what we were taught to eat. Yeah, put all those carbs and breads on the bottom. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Just just load up as much sugar as humanly possible.
4: Let's go! We will talk about the newest Netflix docuseries coming this summer. This hour, we have audio of a quarterback from Georgia Tech talking about playing Georgia's defense in 2021. Leftover from yesterday. It's kind of funny. So that's coming up here on the Sports Show. Um, what else? Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers quotes oh, on- yeah, yeah, he's emerged. Well, he was on Pat McAfee. Yeah, he emerged from so the So we only Ashland ever get Rodgers quotes on Pat McAfee. Yes. We
5: didn't know how it went? Yeah.
4: Well, now he is sp- he has spoken.
5: You think if he was awful, he would tell us? Like if it was just like, if he just went in there, like, I did the deprivation tank, which is like the, like the D-list version of this. And I couldn't have been more disappointed in it. I just once want someone to go do one of these things and come out and be like, you know what? Don't don't this, It it was dumb. It was pointless. Uh, it was very boring. Sat in the dark a bunch. <clears throat> the first headline I saw about it
1: was about his bowel movements. I'm not joking, yeah. Aaron Rod- like that was the biggest like. Before anything That's else right. came out, it was that was the headline. Well, he so said it they have were, been that big of a deal.
4: He said they were two wipers.
1: Wait. Is that it,
4: it, meaning to, clean is that,
5: to him? Is that good or bad? That's good.
4: Okay. I think he's saying they were nice and clean, and that comes from being in the dark.
5: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I already said they were smooth. yes yeah, smooth. That means. Whatever.
5: Wait. So am I to two, believe? Two I'm to believe now, according to Aaron Rodgers, two, one, two, that if I just start taking dumpers in the dark, that's I don't know. I don't know how long you have to be in the dark, but four days apparently. Was is, he
4: in there for all four days? I yeah. think he was
5: supposed to be in yeah.
4: the dark for four days.
5: That was the. Whole, That's yeah, what it's supposed it's to a be. Darkness
4: retreat. Well, I know, but I didn't know if he, you know, turned on the lights at one point. Checked his phone. I think I that mean, I don't know. That defeats the purpose of a darkness retreat. Well, I know, but not everybody goes in there and comes out with having been in there the dark the whole time. Apparently, you go. In, they allow you to flip on the lights if you want. Apparently, you go in there with smooth poops. Who knew? <clears throat> Um, we got some other stuff, but hey, I wanted to mention too. Uh, I got a uh, text from Brian Wheeler today. Do you oh, remember him, Brian uh, Wheeler? Yes, I do. Wheels. Remember. Yes, I wanted. I wanted to promote this um, because he's a great dude. We were talking about John, you know, being uh, being a, a great guy, and Ken Griffey Jr. being a great guy. Our very own Ted Lasso. So is Brian Wheeler, former uh, Blazers uh, play-by-play man. Um, he has fallen on some pretty hard times. Uh, without going into great detail, some of it's health related, some of it's financial, and uh, there is a GoFundMe that is out there to help him, uh, put together by one of his friends by the name of Rachel Taylor. So I just wanted to point out that they're only trying to raise 25000 and they're already at $21,500 oh, okay. to help with some of his hospital bills. He has had a very long hospital stay, and now he is going from the hospital to, um, a, uh, what do they call it? Like like assisted like, living? Yeah, Like he need yes. Or assisted uh, care.
5: Assisted care.
4: Well, and, and this so, is
5: why he had to stop being the voice of the Blazers because of health concerns, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Partially?
4: I I, I don't. He's he's just had a lot of problems lately. And so, um, yeah, if you want to help him out, get him to their goal, uh, there's a GoFundMe for Brian Wheeler and it's uh, titled, It's Always a Great Day to Help. So I just wanted to, I told him that I would Certainly, the least I could do is throw that out to our listeners. So we if anybody, just so
5: we just Google GoFundMe. Yeah. GoFundMe, uh, Brian Wheeler. It'll okay. pop
4: up. It's called "It's Always a Great Day to Help." You'll see it there. There's uh, twenty five thousand
5: uh, is their goal, and they are currently
4: at twenty one thousand five hundred eleven. So pretty good.
5: Everyone can choose to do what they want, but I would like to hope because I haven't heard about this. But as this, uh, this, well, he's very. He's I gotta say, private, right? He's he's very yeah, and
4: I just don't think he.
5: Well, I'm Feels sure that,
4: right as many people do yeah. about asking for help and yeah. asking for
5: money. But he was the voice of the Blazers for many, many years. Yes, I would like to hope that somewhere through this, the Blazers get wind of this and do the right thing. You know, we're a couple thousand away from his goal. I, I would, yeah. I would certainly hope that that's. That, I don't think
4: that ended too. No. Well. Yeah.
5: Well, so I, I feel like... Well, I, I hope someone... I feel like the guy's kind of on his own. I, I would hope that someone would take the high road in this over there and and and, and help him out. Because he was part of this organization for, I mean, God, that was what, 15, 20 years? I mean, it was
4: a long time. So check that out if you're uh, inclined uh, for our friend Brian Wheeler. Um, right now, it's time for the Hot 5 at 5. Uh-oh. Hot topics. Hot
3: opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. It's hot. The hot five at five on prime time with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The hot five at five with
1: Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan.
5: By the way, this is a good question someone brings up to the Aaron Rodgers thing. If you're taking care of business in the dark, how do you know when you're done? How do you know when you're done? Don't you feel it? Yeah.
1: What do you mean? Well, you know how do you know when you're done? wiping? How do you know when you're
5: done wiping? Can you oh. see it?
1: Oh,
5: it's in the dark. Yeah, just you gotta be. You gotta be. Boy, I'll tell you what. Diligent. That, that right there is enough to make me never go to a darkness retreat. <clears throat> I don't trust. I'm not trusting that. You know, those pro athletes—they're supposed to be more in tune with their bodies than the rest of us. So maybe oh, they just. Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, Pac-12 women's basketball tournament there in Vegas. Oregon pulls it out with a big fourth quarter. They beat Washington 52-50.
5: It's been a uh, rough year for the the Duckies on uh, both fronts, men's and women's basketball. Not exactly a banner year. Uh,
4: UCLA had to go to overtime to beat Arizona State, and uh, Oregon State plays uh, USC. Been a rough year for the Beavs too. Twelve and seventeen. Cal, Washington State, the other game.
3: Number four.
4: NBA star injury news. Anthony Davis is now out for the Lakers tonight against Oklahoma City. He has a footsie issue. LeBron also with a footsie issue, and he's going to be out for a little bit. He's out. D'Angelo Russell is also not playing. Uh, Steph Curry expected back for the Warriors next week. Kevin Durant debuts tonight for the Suns. Uh, the Xurs will be on ESPN tonight. If you'd like to watch them, did you see? Uh, I'm guessing you did not. No, but I did. Yeah. I watched it. Up 23, yeah.
5: Down 18, and there you I go. I cashed
4: a nice little plus 625 hmm. on the Warriors money line when they were down 23.
1: Jeez Louise, or maybe it was 20.
5: Couldn't I- have. You couldn't have played a better half. That was a lock. And then you couldn't have played a worse half.
1: The other so, lock was the Lillard points over under. It, the highest well one of the well, year it? set at 37 and a half. Nobody who scored 70 the last six times out has even scored 30. Minutes. What did he score last night? 23, yeah. something yeah. like that.
4: Yeah, the Zers on ESPN tonight. They host uh, the Pelicans now. New Orleans started uh, pretty good. They were 26 and 17, but they're now two games under five hundred. The Blazers are slight favorites. Yeah. Zion still on that uh, Greg Oden program, three. by the way. Rockets are (laughs) excuse me the Rockets are expected to pursue James Harden this offseason which is shocking to some because uh, we thought maybe that split was not pretty yeah but the two can't quite quit each other apparently there was an athletic article that outlines how the split was amicable and ended actually in more disappointment that they didn't win a title than it than it did bad blood because they
5: I mean that's where he was best ball MVP and you know apparently he he is
4: fond of the of the uh, organization and the owner is fond of him but they, they knew they had to to trade him to Brooklyn but um, unfinished business they claim so Harden he has a player option with the Sixers he is expected to decline that
5: I also uh, read and I'm, I'm not kidding that uh, and this was um, the, like a, a credible report in the Athletic saying that uh, he's also a big fan of the nightlife in Houston too and that he would like to get back to yeah Arizona. would you
4: like to describe that like you did earlier
5: <laughs> I think like he likes uh, going out on the town I think he likes what Houston has to offer <laughs> T-bars I love that that's Number what James two. Harden is, is known for. He's known for a beard, being a good player that a lot of people don't really want, and T-bars.
1: Being friends with rappers. yeah, Specifically DaBaby.
4: <laughs> Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter faces an arrest warrant upon charges of reckless driving in connection to the death of a teammate. Uh, Carter is one of the top picks in the upcoming draft, but now police think he was racing against the car that crashed, killing teammate Devin Willick and recruiting staffer Chandler LaCroix. It was originally ruled a single-car accident, but Carter's account of events has shifted over time. And then the Atlanta Journal-Constitution blew this up in a story, and instantly he was charged, both misdemeanors in Georgia, uh, reckless driving and racing. He has uh, left the combine, and he's on his way back to uh, Georgia. Yeah, and he's pulling the, uh,
5: I believe that I will be found innocent of all charges, and I did nothing wrong, even though, boy, it sure seems like he did a lot wrong. And then the problematic part is it really feels like the Athens Police Department was kind of doing a little sweep under the rug here. There's a lot of questions to be answered about this. He may fall a whole three or four spots. (laughs) And I'm being serious. The NFL will look the other way because he's really, really good.
4: Now seeing the light, Aaron Rodgers says a decision on his future is coming soon. Now he says if you think this is all drama, you can just tune out. But he knows he needs to let everyone know soon, and he does not take the decision lightly. He says uh, before going dark... There were two options: one very scary, which was retirement, yeah. and one very unknown, which was returning. But what would that look like? Now, after the darkness retreat, he says there are two very beautiful and nourishing choices.
5: Well, it sure feels like, and according to reports, that Green Bay is just done and they're ready to move on and uh, see what they have in Jordan Love. So, Roger essentially holds a, Roger. a a no trade clause because he can just walk away if he doesn't end up where he wants to to be. So. Him and Derek Carr are the two big dominoes that have to fall, and then we'll see what happens. But there could be some serious quarterback movement. A lot of steam picking up saying that the Lamar Jackson Baltimore Ravens could seriously be heading for a divorce, Mm. and that that is uh, is not far-fetched. So you could have some. Mm. And then Geno and Daniel Jones Mm. and Jimmy Garoppolo Mm. and a lot of quarterback. Derek Carr. There's a lot of. The last couple years, I'll tell you what, quarterback movement is good for the NFL. No question. Absolutely. It's like stars in the NBA.
4: Yeah. Um, There's your hot five at five. Let's get to more of Aaron Rodgers quotes, some uh, fun with college football audio and the newest Netflix docuseries that's coming this summer. It is
0: 517 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
3: Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: Yeah, so here's what Aaron Rodgers said about his dumps, because that's important. (laughs) Um, Tyler Dunn is the guy who was apparently listening to, I I don't know if it was the Pat McAfee show, he went on some podcast. Who is Aubrey
5: Marcus? I don't know. I saw a video of him with some other dude, and I assumed it was someone from the Darkness Retreat, but maybe it was this cat. Aubrey Marcus, whoever that is, that's who he was talking to. He seemed very hippie-ish and seemed like a man that would be in charge of a darkness retreat, but <clears throat> that's a snap judgment based well, I will on a tell you. six-second clip I saw.
1: Aubrey Marcus is the founder of Onnit, a globally disruptive brand based on holistic health philosoph- uh, uh, philosophy. Boy, okay.
5: I'll tell you right now. I know nothing about this man, but based... Buck, will you read that for me one more time?
1: Yes. Aubrey Marcus is the founder of Onnit, O-N-N-I-T, a globally disruptive brand based on a holistic health philosophy.
5: I hate the man based on that statement. (laughs) Why would you say that? Just the fact that that's what he describes himself as, we won't get along.
4: (laughs) So... Dun- Tyler Dunn was the one who listened in on the podcast, because nobody hears Aubrey Marcus's podcast, yeah. apparently. But he said, uh, there was plenty of talk about life in the darkness, bumping into things, how he brushed his teeth, how he went to the bathroom. If that's of interest, he said, quote, my dumps were super smooth, and in, and in my mind, they were all two wipers, end quote. What? So if you needed to know that.
5: Well, I, g- I guess. I mean, let's get into the details. Mm-hmm. Well, do we need more celebrity wiping stories? Like what? So then uh, he said. Um, Although I, again, I stand by my statement that I do not believe that you can ever trust a wipe in the dark. You can't. <laughs> There's just no way. You're not aware of of you're not aware of, of of overflow. You're not aware of hand coverage. You can't be certain about the cleanliness. You you just you can't trust a a, a dark wipe. You just can't. That's problematic on so many levels.
4: So here we go with the uh, I'm doubted. Uh, narrative as guys like to throw out, but he said, I've been doubted before. Honestly, I felt in the first year that Matt LaFleur was here in 19, I felt at times like a game manager. I didn't quite understand what we were doing at times on offense. My job is to take care of the football. And I did, I threw four interceptions and 26 touchdowns. We were 13 and three, but I felt like there was so much more. Then they drafted my replacement and then I won MVP twice. I threw eighty-five touchdowns and nine interceptions in two years. Obviously, there were changes that happened on the team and the coaching staff, and I didn't have my best year playing. And there's probably people who think I'm done. I thought I was done before I became MVP twice. There would be plenty of inspiration down that road, mm. he said. And some are not liking that quote. You know, like if you're the Packers, you probably don't like that quote.
5: No, probably you know,
4: not. It's like it doesn't. It's very it, self-serving. It
5: it feels like. Again, this just feels like there is the divorce is inevitable. They've been dealing with this for a number of years. You know, obviously, they've put up with it because aaron rodgers is is truly great, but it just feels that between the decline in play, comments like this, the will he won't the, they gotta figure out what they have in Jordan Love. I will be shocked if Aaron Rodgers is back in Green Bay
4: so here's uh, the last quote Um, he says it's best for anybody who has an interest in this to make a decision sooner rather than later I remember before Favre retired there were times in April and May we weren't sure if he was going to come back because he didn't come to any of the offseason programs then in 2008 he actually did retire in March and then said no 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 in June after OTAs I actually want to come back and play that's when he was traded to the Jets so there was obviously a lot of tension that summer for for everybody involved directly and indirectly, it's best for a decision earlier. I feel really good about the conversations that are going to be had, that have been had with important people in my life, yourself included. Oh. Hmm. But uh, he's t- not talking to me. He yeah, well, talking to about, Aubrey. Of Aubrey Marcus there. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. All the answers are right inside me. I touched many of the feelings on both sides in the darkness. I'm thankful for that time. There's a finality to the, deci- to the decision. I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. I'm answering questions about it because I got asked about it. If uh, He says I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama and you think I'm going to be a diva or whatever, just tune it out. That's fine. But this is my life. It's important important for me i'll make a decision soon enough and we'll go down that road i'll be really excited about it hmm. so that's yeah. what he said about his uh well it sounds where like it
5: sounds like between the smooth poops and finding out that it's all inside of him um he's doing fine he's doing fine yeah,
4: yeah. i don't know yeah he just i don't know if he'll play or not he'll i would imagine there's also an element he's of playing he's playing you think he's playing but I if the packers don't want him does he play
5: yes you think yes. he goes
4: somewhere else in yeah. place he I, he where is he going then Let's talk about that. Vegas. It it sounds like
5: obviously people like Vegas. It sounds like Vegas
4: didn't want him. Didn't they say Vegas was just out on him? That story came out recently.
5: I have not seen that. I Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't want him. I know. I know there was a lot of talk about Vegas. Uh, The Jets were the very first team that said that they. The report was that the Jets were all in. The Jets are 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 in the Aaron Rodgers camp. Um, You know, and remember, Aaron can pick where he wants to go. So you look at teams that need quarterbacks, right? Let's take, for instance, the Carolina Panthers. I, I, I can't foresee a situation where Aaron Rodgers wants to go to a, a a young rebuilding team. That makes no sense. But you could make a case of uh, if Miami decides that Tua is is problematic, Miami could make sense. Uh, The Jets make sense. I'm trying to look through. Tennessee, maybe? Tennessee is a place that makes sense. If Baltimore decides to move on from Lamar Jackson with that messy divorce, I could see Aaron Rodgers, although they don't have any receivers. Um, Something like that could make sense. Uh, Yeah, This says
4: the Athletic says uh, Raiders general manager Dave Ziegler and head coach Josh McDaniels agreed they will not be in the mix for Rodgers should he
5: decide to leave the Packers. Well, there you
4: go. I don't know why,
5: but. They, didn't, they don't. It's it's possible that they feel like maybe they're just turning the page, and and it's if you get Rodgers, remember you're getting a guy that's thirty nine. How old is Aaron Rodgers? Let's look at Aaron <clears throat> Rodgers. Is a two time MVP in the last three seasons, but you're yeah, also thirty nine. He's thirty nine, so he'll be forty this this NFL season. He'll turn forty in the season. So you're getting someone that realistically has done this. Will he? Won't he? The last four years of his career yeah at least right how or no yeah it has been four it, years. it's been four years you're getting someone that's extremely expensive you're getting someone that can be a little bit difficult to work with someone who you know whether it's fair or not is is getting the reputation of not necessarily being great to work with with young guys um i mean there's a lot that goes into that so this idea that you and you have to trade for him right it's not like you, they, they cut him you do have to to to, to make a, a deal and, and trade for him and give up some some capital. So I don't think this is a slam dunk as far as everyone saying, Oh God, I'm I'm gonna roll out the red carpet for Aaron Rodgers. There is a lot of questions that go into this. There are live odds on his next team. Yeah, who who's the Fave? The Fave is the Raiders, minus
1: two hundred. Well, wow. Even though followed by the Jets yeah. at uh plus one forty. It's basically a two horse race. After that, it's the Titans ten to one, the Niners sixteen to one, Patriots and Bucks twenty five to one. That seems old. Is that old? This is updated. This is updated within the last four days. Two horse race. Two. (laughs) Catch them at the T bars. What about Green Bay though? Green Bay not on the list. But this may be his next next. Team. The, the if team, he doesn't play. He next play. takes a snap for not not his current team. Again, it sure feels like... Boy, Green, that Titans
4: they, thing is interesting.
1: Absolutely. I hadn't thought about that. But, but they traded their
5: receivers, too. Yeah, they don't have any... Still,
4: know. though, Aaron Rodgers... He doesn't have any receivers in Green Bay. That guy's good, man. He. <laughs> yes. It would be interesting to see him with Henry and Vrabel.
5: I'd honestly like to see him in Miami. <clears throat> yeah? That, you have one of the best offensive minds in football. Tyreek. And you have just a ridiculous amount of offensive weapons but you know I don't know what Miami thinks of Tua but uh, when when healthy you know Tua Tua got crapped on a lot this year um remember the his brain scrambled three times Tua was wasn't he
4: pretty good before he went? He down? wasn't
5: just pretty good Tua was in the top three of basically MVP every Canada. every meaningful statistical category in ever for, for a quarterback and then you know he had some of the injuries but Remember, if you believe that he had a concussion the first time around, which I think we all do, this would be the first time in modern history that we've seen an NFL player have three separate concussions in the same year. You know, there there that we know of. of. There have been hockey players that have had to sit out an entire year for having less than three concussions. You've got someone now and in the offseason you see that he's learning how to fall. He's taking judo classes because he wants to learn how to fall Good. to better protect himself.
4: Smart.
5: If he takes one more of those, <clears throat> you know, you're in some you're in some territory here where we're not talking about a couple games. You're not talking about a season. You could be talking about a career. So it'll be interesting to see if Miami just goes into next year and says, "Nope, hundred percent, two is our guy," or if you don't start seeing Miami hedge their bet a little bit. And I don't know what it would take to get Aaron Rodgers, but that's a team that seemingly. Adding an Aaron Rodgers <clears throat> to that offense. I...
4: Don't you think the Jets make the most sense though? That makes a lot
5: of sense. Sure. Well, I mean, they got everything they need. They well, just need a quarterback. Miami's Miami's a better team than New York, in my opinion. But but
4: yeah. yeah, I mean, the Miami makes a lot of sense too. But I I just feel like maybe they're still sticking with Tua. I just mean the Jets. It's clear they got nothing.
5: They got nothing. They gotta need to get a better. Something so. so but that was the report when Aaron Rodgers first had this whole thing. The report was is that New York had reached out to Green Bay and was like, "We're in. What does it take?" Question is, what do you give up? But yeah, New York has uh, they got some O line stuff they got to sort out. But you've got you hit home runs in the draft. You've got a, a phenomenal young back injured, but you got a phenomenal young receiver. Uh, you got a, a good young defense. Adding Aaron Rodgers to that, yes, that's a seven and ten team that. You put the, you want to talk about a division and we don't know what's happening with New England but you've got the Bills, the Dolphins, and if you had Aaron Rodgers to the Jets be good. You know, all of a sudden that AFC West that we thought was going to be last year and then it turned out to be that's going to be this year's where you look at it and say, "Boy, that's that's a murderer's row."
4: All right, the newest Netflix docu-series coming this summer, we discuss next, but first Buck with Sports Center.
5: deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
3: Two more. Two Two more.
5: You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois. All
4: right. I think it's funny. You should. <laughs> You should tell the listeners what you just told me during the break.
5: So I, <laughs> well, we're, the whole catch three sixty five thing. So it's it's now kind of spreading. It's the someone just said they saw it on KGON, uh, or not KGON, KGW. They they this like the, the the Instagram clips that my brother's posting is, is making its way out there. And so again, news organizations keep uh, keep talking about it. And this has happened multiple times over the last year. But I've gotten four requests in the last twenty five minutes. From news organizations and uh one podcaster, uh old Mitch Levy up in Seattle. Yeah. Who keep DMing me. That guy
4: got railroaded up he there, did. by
5: the way. I should tell him, hey, just so you know, we're, we're on in your we're, we're on dude, your side.
4: I am on Mitch Levy's side in that we're,
5: whole. We're, thing. We're in your corner. They keep messaging me saying, uh, you know, we'd love to have you on to talk about your your catch three sixty-five. <laughs> and I have to keep telling these people, I'm like, no, like it's wrong. It's not me. It's not me. I think they just Google like Sukanic and, and I are and I pop up. So they're Little out. Little do they know. No. You're no, not. No. Your brother's
4: way better than you.
5: <laughs> so I got all these random. I'd, I'd probably say this has now happened probably eight <laughs> to 10 that. times over the last year, but well, four should, in the last look, whatever.
4: If you think about it. John can only be in so many places at once. If he's if he's getting this popular, why don't you just go on <laughs> posing as
1: John? Yeah, if you have a sense of humor, you just start booking these things for yeah. yourself.
5: <laughs> yeah, start promoting our show. No one's doing any sort of uh, no one's doing any sort of research. And the best part is, they're even <laughs> like this one, like two of them say, "Hey, Jason," I'm like, you didn't even bother to yeah. like. I, well, I get they probably
4: it's just a so, J. <laughs> well, you have friends up there in Seattle. They're probably saying, "Suk," I mean, they're probably just telling him, yeah. Sukanic, and then they're looking for Suchanic on, Mm. you know, because everybody knows you up there, right?
5: I should start, I should go on there, but just take it in a totally different direction. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's talk about it, and then just get on there and just take a hard left at Albuquerque with that one. What would you do? (laughs) I don't know. I I think it'd be fun to, like, you know, like... Start getting into some, like, wild political stuff. That's kind of what I was thinking. You know, like, when you watch, like, a presidential debate, and they ask, we have to talk about this, they'll ask a question about, like, an energy policy or, like, whatever... And it doesn't matter what they ask him. He's got a talking point of a topic that he is going to bring up. They're going to pivot into exactly what they want to say. Yeah, I would love to go on one of these, especially if it was live, and just have that. Have a talking point. Whatever it is, we could collectively come up with something on the show. And no matter what they ask me, I will turn it into a a rant on whatever that topic is and see how long before they just are like we gotta hang up on this yeah see how
1: see how far out you can take them (laughs) like start talking about nambla or that's why jelly has always been superior to peanut butter and just like keep circling back to something really dumb
5: hey good question and before we get to the sketch thing i just want to tell you i want to tell you about like like ufo the ufo thing is real popular right now right just what do go. You mean? Oh, because well, of the balloons. Yeah, just start talking about UFO stuffs and how the government's lying to us. That could be pretty good. And about how we need to wake up and that the you know the end is near, or you know a nice <laughs> religious end is near the apocalypse. That could be kind of fun. Yeah, you end could, of days. You could get on there and start preaching the gospel. <laughs> it's time to spread repent. spread the word. Time to repent or die. So,
4: so there's a new Netflix uh, docu series coming this summer. Um, the Sports Docs list. Is growing at Netflix. They have, of course, Drive to Survive, Mm -hmm. which there's a new season out now. Just dropped a little, uh, like a week ago. uh, Season 5 of that, F1. Is it really season 5? Yeah, it's fantastic. They cover, they just do it every year now. And it covers the previous season. Um, Breakpoint is about tennis. Mm -hmm. That one is pretty good. I watched it, but tennis players are kind of... I don't know. I think break point and full swing. The other one's full swing. That's the golf one. Yeah, and tennis, it's interesting because tennis players and golf players are real head cases. You know, the individual sports just breeds, like, it's almost painful sometimes to listen to them. What was that quote you had yesterday, uh, Buck? Can you find that? The F1 guy versus the, the golf guy? Yeah. This yeah I'll see would... if
1: I can find it. But it, it, the, Essentially, the crux of it was that these F1 guys can be the most handsome people in the world, and they have death flying in front of their face and say, I feel nothing. And these golf guys look like they were uh, you know, malnourished and saying, "Like I, I'm, it's me against the world out there. Yeah. Life's and, shaking right, me. Life, life, and, life and death. And I hope
4: the game doesn't tear me down. Yeah. It's like, geez, and these douchey drivers are getting in these cars going <laughs> 280 miles an hour or whatever putting their life on the line and they're like yahoo
5: well we had that I remember we were out at the um, when we had the, the PR race I forget who but we had one of the drivers on from that series oh yeah Uh, uh I can't remember his was name was it Sebastian Grosjean Yes, I think it. Yeah, who, right. who had? An, he's an, not.
4: He's not an F one driver anymore.
5: No, but he had like during that drive to survive. They covered. Yeah, his, his wreck. wreck, which was like one of the most horrific things like you've ever seen. And I remember we had him on, and we we're asking about. it. He's like, eh, you know, he's like, yeah, it's, it's all right. He's like, once I realized I was on fire, he's like, I had to get out of the car. Or I was gonna die. And we're like, and what do you get in the car now? He's like, I don't even think about that. He's like, yeah, eh, yes, I got some yeah, scars, those guys are I got some burn marks or whatever. But I'm, I will I'm all say right. though, after and then what... Kepka looks like a total bitch. Have you watched Drive to Survive? Uh, I've only seen little bits
4: of it. Okay. I will say I've watched all of it. They are they can be little bitches too. And it's interesting to watch because they're really young. They're yeah. young guys, yeah. these drivers. But oh most of them are little bitches. They're little bit yeah, they're they can be really petty and like really sensitive. Which is funny so, because so they're like professional they're, athletes. <laughs> right. They're doing like the most dangerous thing on the planet, yeah. really. But yeah. um yet they're kind of weenies. That said, nothing compares to the 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 psyche of tennis guy and yeah. golf guy. Like if you watch Breakpoint and Full Swing, you will see they are freaking head cases. Those yes. games, man, they can knock you off your rocker. They also have one coming. Students about the World Cup too mm. on Netflix. But the one that's coming this summer is called Quarterback, that's and it my, follows Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus
5: Mariota. Okay, now. From of, last season, yeah. One of those things is not like the other, and yeah, Kirk Cousins <laughs> sucks. I'm well. The the Mahomes one's going to be very interesting. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, it's you know his dumb brother and his wife are going to be in it, but whatever. I I'm very interested in that. But remember, <laughs> the the uh, Marcus Mariota one is going to be interesting because. They're gonna be there during that whole weird split from the Falcons, where he left and it was unexcused, or it wasn't. And that whole yeah,
4: they may gloss over that though. I I I hope not. Some of these things they're they're pretty sanitized. So they say it's unprecedented access to all three quarterbacks. All three are mic'd up for every game, and it covers Mahomes having a baby midseason because his wife had a baby. Yeah, and winning the Super Bowl. See, that's
5: awesome. I, I so they got really lucky. I, with that. Yeah, I, I just hope that they don't gloss over the 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 Mariota stuff, and then I feel like Cousins' their hardest thing is going to make him interesting because he is just well, we'll see. He is just milk toast.
4: Uh, they also say that while it's only one season, if it gets renewed, they would follow different players next season.
5: Okay, like I would love to see.
4: I'm this. all about this one, by the way. Yeah, the quor- the quarterback cool. ones. Awesome. I love. I tell you what, mic'd up. NFL players and coaches mic'd up mm-hmm. is rad. 100%. It's
5: very interesting. I just wish we got, like, Hard Knocks is, is good, but it's become so uh, f- like formulated, it, it's, it, it loses a little something. And it's always scrubbed and sanitized. <clears throat> I really wish we'd actually get an unflinching look, and maybe they say unprecedented access. Maybe this one will, will, will be that. I just wish you'd... Show some warts every now and then, like not everyone can't really though. I know, and I and and that's it's still interesting. Yes, but it
4: is the thing. I
5: just wish we got a little more, little more reality in our reality television.
4: I mean, I guess they could on the final season filming something because (laughs) it's like whatever. We're not coming back, so we'll just fillet you. But I think that's a delicate. That would be a hard thing, I think, for these documentary teams making these films is to how to how to. Walk that line. Sure.
5: Because a lot of bad stuff goes on. And yeah. The cameras and, are there for it. And you you can't have everything so whitewashed where it doesn't seem authentic, but you can't put people on blast and, you know.
4: You just got to cover interesting parts of the... I mean, look, I still think they're all very interesting. Agreed. Even if it doesn't show
5: the worst stuff. If you could pick one thing and you know, that, that you could do a, a full season of in-depth, sport, what would...
4: Well, I I mean, I would have said golf. before before the full swing came out, I would have said PGA Tour. Yeah, um, I would love that. That's my thing. But I think I'd want one. Full on... swings just okay. I mean, it's not.
5: I've seen three. Groundbreaking. I've seen three episodes, and
4: yeah. it's some of the episodes are way better than others.
5: Mm. Um, but it's not. I don't know. I wanted more. Yeah. I don't know why I, I thought of this because I remember watching the the Amazon. What's the Amazon one called? Is it in season? All or nothing? All. Or yeah, nothing. that's right. And. I watched one on the New Zealand All Blacks, which is the a rugby team, and loved it, fascinated. And I try to watch rugby, but obviously it's hard to consume. And I was I really enjoyed going in depth in something that I was interested in, but that I didn't get to see on a regular basis. Whereas the NFL, I consume so much of the NFL. Like I was thinking when you said like how dangerous like the F one drivers are, but they can kind of be pretentious and all that. I don't know why this popped in my head, but I would love to see one on because we do this uh on the fourth of July. We have some of them that come around and I think it's a very interesting lifestyle. I think it is the most dangerous sport. And you want to talk about interesting characters and guys that are really grinding. I would be fascinated to watch one of these on like on a pro uh like the Bull Riders. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like if you've ever seen like anything like when you watch interviews of those people, that is a different breed that if you're not in that world and I'm not, I don't you know I don't follow rodeo or anything like that. I think that could be one of the more interesting things because that is unlike any other sport. And I think that whole pretentious pretty boy and and crowned up thing, I don't think that exists when you're getting on the back of a couple thousand pound animals trying to stomp your ass into the ground. I think that would be really interesting.
4: Yeah, it would. But I would also say that I think you would have said that about Formula One racers based on what they do. But then you see behind the scenes. In other words, what you learn watching all these sports people be documented like this is that human, they're, everybody's human, they're all sensitive, they're all, all, we all have the same, you know, sort of, uh, we have the same emotions, and it's kind of, it's fascinating to, to see guys that do what they do, be so bitchy. Yeah. Right? Like, think of, you brought up Brooks Koepka, think of his persona. (sighs) Like a killer, for two years, like a killer. Steely eyed. He comes across He is such a baby. So soft. And so it's like, it's, I, I don't, I think it, Especially with Formula One, dude, that is as badass of a job as you could do and as dangerous as you could do. Those guys come across that way at times. I think that would even apply to your
5: bull rider guys. I just was trying to think of something. You see that? I was trying to think of something that was like the ultimate, like a man's man. Like you wanted just some grit. And I would think that getting on the back of one of those rodeos. Or one, or one of those bowls and one of those rodeos. I, I would, I don't know. I just, I would like to see that.
1: One of the initial ones that was really fascinating was the HBO 24 7 with the boxing ones. Love whether, those. Whether it was Ricky yeah, great, or Floyd yes. Mayweather. I mean, totally yeah. different personalities. Loved those. The TIE fighters, the Mexican fighters, like all different yeah. backgrounds. Yeah. Like super cool. Yeah, they did cool. ones
5: with Cotto and Pacquiao and all those. I yeah. wish they still did those. Those I feel were like great. Boxing
4: guys are far more, they give far more access. Yeah. Like,
5: those were really good because I feel
4: like
1: the guys would be honest and like,
4: yeah. you could film the yeah. real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The no.
1: one I don't really feel like we've seen given justice to because I feel like almost every sport has been done now to this point in some capacity, but we haven't seen a good college football one, have we?
5: Like, it, that's they, they did one with Michigan and well, that was Harbaugh. All, that was
1: all or nothing. All or nothing. That's right. It was pretty I, I, and good. I never watched that one, but I would like a real yeah. look at how I, some of these powerhouse programs you are run. You, you, you don't get that. You're not going to get it. And too I much, not.
4: Too much dirt. <laughs> <laughs> too much stuff. But if we're dreaming here, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. That
5: would be good if you could do one, but there's no way. There the is Harbaugh no... one
4: was interesting because... Yeah he's kind of interesting, yeah, but yeah. it was
5: very <laughs> sanitized, sanitized for
4: you. Very sanitized.
5: I'm with you. If we got true all access from NIL to the part, yes, college, go follow Georgia. And something I want to of- follow Rick Pitino. <laughs> to an Italian restaurant. What, you want to follow Iona? No, I want Rick Pitino, Louisville Rick Pitino.
4: All right. Um, so it's called Quarterback. It'll be on Netflix, and it's coming out this summer. It follows Patrick Mahomes, Kirk cousins and Marcus Mariota all the way through the season Um, open saggy next on the fan All right, I'll take this segment to tease two things for you. Uh, Tomorrow on our show, uh, we will have Jason Quick, of course, our Blazers Insider, because it's Thursday. And Sook is out. You're heading to New Orleans. I am. Hopefully I will uh, not die, and uh, I'll be back on Monday. In for Big Sook tomorrow will be none other than a very special guest, Hmm. whom you may know. I love special guests. Dave Bartu. Ah, the greatness that is. Of College Football Matrix. Love me some Dave Bartu. So he's going to be in studio tomorrow with me. And uh, I also would like to tease, or tell you, You I guess, that Laurelwood Brewing Fan Madness is here. We're back. Because it's March. It's been several years. When was the last time we did Fan Madness? Well, I think, what, Three or four years ago, because we obviously
5: COVID kind of where were <laughs> we? Uh, I think the Independent? I we did it at the independent two or three years in a row, and I'm trying to remember if that's the last place that we did it. I think, I think you're right. I think maybe the independent was the last time we did that sports bar downtown.
4: Yep. Uh, this year we have it's bigger and better than ever. You we're coming back with a vengeance. You can gamble this time. Yeah, we're gonna be up at A A at the sports bar. In Ailane Casino on Thursday and Friday of the first round, which is the 16th and 17th of March.
5: And what's right by the sports bar, the sports book.
4: Yeah. So, unlike- what a great place to be for the first
5: yes. two rounds of the tournament. And it's I a, that's called heaven, folks. And both of those places the are the first two days. I should. Yeah, say. it's a kick ass. It's a kick really setup, set
1: cool. And there's a lot of room for you. Yes.
5: It's not, you're not crowded. I know sometimes we go to these <clears> places and it's like you got to be jammed in and try to get a table. Uh, and for you solos out there, they have like a big row, like rows and rows of like just big fat reclining chairs. You can sit there on your own and watch the uh, giant TV. Yeah. Can I produce from out there? I would
1: like to produce from out there. I think you should talk to- yeah, I don't know uh, how that happens, but yeah, let's go. I don't, think you,
4: I don't think you can, but I think you should talk to uh, somebody about coming out with us, and then- Call in Schultzy, you know, bring yeah, in the writing. Yeah, get in here. And then on the twenty third and twenty fourth, so we've never done this before, where we have two shows on the uh, you know the the first two days. Yeah. The next Thursday and Friday, Sweet Sixteen, we will have live shows out at X Golf, mm-hmm.
5: one in Tualatin and one in Vancouver. Yes, literally the new X Golf. <clears throat> I don't know which is which. Forty five second drive from my house. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like right, it's like two two par fives
4: from my house. So these will be live shows, so 3 to 7, 16th, 17th at A, -A, and then 23rd, 24th at X-Golf. Look at us out on the road. They're letting us out of the cage. God. Things are looking up around here.
5: (laughs) All right, all right, all right.
4: So that's brought to you by Lowerwood Brewing. So that'll be fun. Make your plans. Write me out.
5: Definitely come on up with us. What else are you going to do? You're not going to work. Yeah. What are you let's, gonna do? Let's sit at home, get your ass up there. Let's go. Let's All pay. right, and remember, it's not gonna cost you money. It's gonna make you money. That's right. yeah. I mean, it could. It's only gambling if you lose. We don't plan on losing. I think they say it's only a problem if you lose, yeah. right? Well, it's again, it's not gambling if you know you're gonna win. <laughs> a gamble suggests that there's a chance you lose.
4: right? I have locks anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, they won't lose.
5: The perfect bracket.
4: I don't know. I'm gonna have to do some. You know, uh, I should tell you too. I was texting back and forth with Bar Two today. He's got some hot college basketball stuff he's doing now.
5: I saw that that he's putting more stuff out now uh, on his on the the matrix on his like his yeah. his
1: Twitter page because he likes to gamble. Yeah, guess who's yeah. about to make some money on his Vandy plus ten over Kentucky pick? This guy <laughs> over here <laughs> is is Kentucky going to lose tonight? Uh, they're tied 64 64 two minutes left. It was a 10 point spread. So that I be was good there. Bar 2?
5: Bar 2 took Vandy plus 10 tonight. Love it. I just say I that. followed. Love it. <laughs> I love that Buck is now taking college gambling picks from Dave Bar 2.
1: Dude, this guy's models are aces, right? I mean, that's yes. When it comes to college football. pretty also, good job. Bar
5: 2 is. Why wouldn't I trust him? Bar 2 is really, really smart when well, it comes to
4: this stuff. The thing about Bar 2 is great, is he models like. I don't know. I think you would say that most of the people who win consistently mm-hmm. do some sort of modeling. Yes. In other words, they they have spreadsheets and yeah, it's, stats it's, it's that matter. It's not a just I got Yeah, exactly. Here. It's not like you and I. It's like, ah, oh, that uh, team's there. Uh. They're never going to beat that team. Um, they have data behind their stuff. And then I think he tests it a lot before he actually puts out stuff that he thinks will win. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, it's just an interesting way to go about it. So he's now into college basketball. So we're going to get his college basketball locks tomorrow.
5: I love this, and you
4: know he's going to be fired up about him. Oh,
5: Jack! Dave brings the he brings the heat every time. There, that man. I don't know he lives on caffeine. And by the way, <laughs> did you see the no? Did you see? the I think it was the Illinois player that had to miss. He's an Illinois basketball player, and he had to miss several days of practice due to a caffeine poisoning. No, yeah. How do you get caffeine poisoning? Well, uh, I'm. Looking at, his name is Matthew Mayer. And he, he plays basketball for the University of Illinois. And he missed the last few days uh, recovering, but he's expected to play versus Michigan, um, their next game. And I guess uh, he plays he plays video games, and he said he likes to get into like a caffeine-like euphoria when he plays. So he, he drank six Monsters, apparently at one time, sitting down playing video games. Oh and God. turns out, that's not good for you. So yeah, he got caffeine poisoning. What is that like? Does he puke and stuff? Well, I'm assuming it's just like being on a ton of blow, like that much caffeine going through your system. It's made me think about it because Dave always comes in like, like fired up, like ready to go, like he's. But I, I don't know what. Well, six monster energy drinks does to caffeine you? Caffeine
4: poisoning. Like if it's like a ton of blow, put him out there. He'll grab every <laughs>
5: rebound there is. <laughs> yeah, it says I've been sick the last few days. I had caffeine poisoning. I had six monsters the day of the game. I only had one before, but I had five after because I like a caffeine-induced euphoria to play video games. So I could barely get out of bed the next day. It was basically like Man, a caffeine hangover. are we buying this as caffeine? <laughs> so the 16-ounce Monster contains 160 milligrams of caffeine, thus meaning he consumed roughly 800 milligrams of caffeine.
1: God. And
5: Monster alone on Sunday. Six hundred and forty came after the game. What an idiot! Yeah, just stop being an idiot. That was what I was going to say. Like yeah. this
1: isn't. You don't need Jesus hard science man. to know that what you're doing is a bad idea. <laughs> like that's nuts, right?
5: Moron. People shouldn't have to warn you to this. That that's too much. That is. I mean, like I I will take an energy drink sometimes before I uh before I I, I work out. The idea of they say that an average cup of coffee here, and again it, it varies, is. Roughly eighty milligrams of caffeine. So you're consuming at one time. what did he say? How many did he have? Eight hundred. Eight hundred. So you're drinking like ten cups of coffee and whatever else is in the mm. is, is in those energy drinks. I don't think that's the healthiest idea in the world. And I loved that he did it to play video games.
4: Hey, on that note, there are foods gaining and losing healthy status. Oh, this happens every year. I don't know if you know this. Oh yeah. But yeah. the like the FDA will put out like, oh, this is no longer healthy or this is now healthy. We have the latest entries on both sides. Uh, Kicking off the club next on The Fan.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better